The podcast this week is brought to you by the Door County Beer Festival. The peninsula's largest celebration of craft beer returns to Bailey's Harbor on June 16th, 2018. With more than 150 different beers from 53 different breweries across Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, and Illinois, festival goers will get unlimited tastings at the Peninsula Pulse Tasting Tent from 12 to 4 p.m., while VIP attendees will get early entry and exclusive access to specialty beers from five Wisconsin breweries. Tickets are $40 and are available at DoorCountyTickets.com. For more information, visit DoorCountyBeerFestival.com. Welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast, where each week we'll talk with the writers and editors of the Peninsula Pulse about the stories you'll find in this week's issue. I'm Andrew Clyden, and I'm joined today by Miles Danhausen, editor and writer of the Peninsula Pulse. How are you, Miles? I'm good. Hi, Andrew. How are you doing? I'm doing really great. Sun is shining. We actually have spring seemingly arriving here in Door County. Yeah, it actually felt like it for the first time. I mean, we had some warmer winter days, but like... It, it, after the big snow, it finally felt like, oh, I can bust out the short sleeve shirts and, and I don't have to wear the jacket all the time. You don't, don't need quite as many layers right now. It's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. It's still a little unpredictable. I mean, there are days where I'm like, man, it is winter still. But then like come mid-afternoon, I have to turn the air on in my car, roll the windows down. Well, it's always that drive over to Bailey's Harbor. I come from Sister Bay and you lose like five to 10 degrees on the way to Bailey's Harbor every day, no matter what. So whatever you wore in Sister Bay... You get to Bailey's, you're like, oh, it's not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's just the the lake effect coming off the water. I mean, whenever I go down to Sister Bay to shoot stuff, it, it's the same thing. I mean, I remember going out and getting the the big ships leaving. It was fine, but then you'd walk out into the water on that uh, on the pedestrian walkway, and it was like ten degrees chillier with the wind yep. coming in, and you had to hide behind the wall and wait all day for <laughs> it to come out. But yeah, it's been a uh, it's Down there nice. shooting for the for filmworks. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we are. We're pretty pumped now. We're like I, I helped organize the Door County Half Marathon, and we were pretty frightened about ten days ago about after that snowfall whether we'd have ice on our on our course for uh, May fifth. But right now it looks pretty good. There's still a little ice on part of the course, but that's hopefully going to melt as more of the sun shines through. So. I'm feeling a lot better about things than I was just a few days ago. Mm. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing, too. Every day, a little bit of that snow is gone. A little bit of that ice melts a little bit more. Um, I take my dogs out. I have two small Yorkies, and when the snow is up, they they don't leave the, the back porch because they just can't make it through. But <laughs> lately, it's been like, oh, they have a whole yard to explore again. They can run wherever they want. Yep. I know I know you have a dog, too. How is, how is your dog in the snow? My, my dog loves the snow, but it's the same thing. That snow kind of constrains her. And now that the snow is all gone, it's the same thing. Walks out the door and is like, I could run anywhere. I can go anywhere I want. So um, it's great to be able to, to run with her through the orchard again that's next to my house. So on to this weekend. Another issue of The Pulse came out today with our Door County Half Marathon preview. Um, race Guide is an insert that people will see out on, on shelves this week. That race is May 5th. But this weekend, there's a couple things going on, including one that you've been a big part of, the Big Fish performance at Gibraltar High School. Yeah, the high school musical this year is Big Fish. Uh, me and my wife are the musical directors. So we came in and we taught the students all of their music. Um, my wife runs the, the soundboard uh, along with Dave from Northern Sky Theater. Um, and then I actually sit in the back booth and I run the video projection. So... The whole set this year is basically just video that's being projected onto white panels and a white scrim in the back. Um, the show. What's a scrim? A, a scrim is a 
uh, like when you'd pull down a projector screen in a okay. classroom. It's like that, but it's made out of kind of a cloth material. Okay. It's basically just a big white sheet that I'm projecting video on. All right, gotcha. Uh, big Fish, um, if you've never read the book or seen the movie or, or anything like that, it's about this young man named Will who grew up with his father telling him amazing, fantastical stories about his life. Edward Bloom, his dad, um, talks about meeting a witch when he was young and a giant, and, and his first kiss was with a mermaid. So just these, these really fantastical stories. And later in life, Will is getting married, he's having a kid of his own, and his father is diagnosed with cancer. So he kind of goes on a quest to try to understand the real history of what his dad actually lived through. Um, whether or not these stories were, were, were real or exaggerated or, you know, what it kind of is. So the, the projection element's really great because you have this big, larger-than-life story with these backdrops that you couldn't reproduce uh, on the stage. Sure. So, I mean, Edward talks about being in the war, and there's a great USO show in the middle of the, the play. Okay. Um, he, he was a part of a traveling circus. I mean, just all these different landscapes that you couldn't, you couldn't put up on a theater stage without something like uh, video projection. How long have you been working on this with the, with the school? Uh, auditions were in middle of January. So I, I've been with them from the, the beginning. Liz Thomas, the director, uh, asked me and my wife to join the team last year. And we worked on the Adams Family musical. And we came back this year and did much of the same stuff, the music direction, the projection, all that kind of stuff. And you have a big background in theater, correct? Yeah. Uh, I went to Augsburg College, now Augsburg University in the Twin Cities. Um, studied theater, got my degree in theater, uh, did independent studies and did a kind of a focus track on theatrical projection. Um, started working in the Twin Cities with a couple different professional theater companies doing video projection. Uh, and then when I came here, I wanted to try to find an outlet for it and the high school musical that came onto my radar and I, I uh, reached out to Liz and talked to her and we've been doing it for two years now. So. What's it like working with the kids? It's the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, the students are such hard workers. Me and my wife really tried to bring our professional background to them and give them uh, a structure that they can really thrive in. And they, they have worked so hard this year and it shows. I mean, the music is incredible. The, the scenes, there's a lot of emotion behind them. I'm really, really proud of those guys. That's awesome. I, I went to Gibraltar High School. I was actually in second or third grade when they broke ground on that auditorium. And before that, any performances were done in what's called by anybody who went there, the old gym. Um, like most old schools, you just have it at the end at the, on a little stage in the gymnasium. So now you have the Door Community Auditorium. Now it's been there over 25 years. What's it Talk about like having being able to do a production like that in a place like the auditorium, which is really a great facility for something like that. Yeah, the auditorium is fantastic. I mean, I when I went to high school, our PAC was a big 300 seat PAC. Um, so that that was my first experience. And what you'll find um, if you if you've performed in high school or if you were lucky enough to have a big theater in high school, when you get into the real world and, and perform professionally, that really doesn't happen again. Uh, <laughs> theaters are small. I mean, even Broadway theaters are kind of the same size as the, the auditorium here in Fish Creek. They're, right. they're very small stages. And, I mean, my show Yeah, like that the I Goodman did, Theater in Chicago, I've seen a couple there. It's really not, it might not even be bigger than the auditorium. Mm -hmm, right. And, I mean, I've done, I've done shows 
with no stage, where we're just on the floor surrounded by chairs. I mean, to have such a big, beautiful auditorium like the one that we have in Fish Creek is it's a it's a blessing and it's a it's a great privilege for these students to be able to practice and to be able to perform on it uh, because they're they're not many of them are not going to have that same experience moving forward if they decide to continue performing. Right. The uh, struggling artist route. <laughs> right. Um, but it, it's a beautiful space. The The projector there is is wonderful. They use it for all sorts of stuff, but this is the first time that they've really started to use it to enhance a theatrical production. Uh, so that kind of that new process has been really cool, and I think it, it's working out with, uh, with really great results. I always thought it was so cool that I can say that the auditorium that we that I graduated on Johnny Cash has played that stage. Ray Charles has played that stage. Victor Borg, you'd go on. Jeff Tweedy, one of my favorites, has played on that same stage. So it's it's a really cool, unique thing for that for those students. How many mm-hmm. students are involved? Um, I would say the main cast is probably around twenty five to thirty students, maybe a little bit less. Uh, this year, we definitely had less students come out for the show than in years previous, which means the ones that did wanted it. They, they right. really wanted to be there. So they're in, they're putting in the time. Exactly. I, I, I would always prefer a smaller cast of harder workers than a, a big cast of people who are just there for fun. You know right. what I mean? And, and this year you can really tell that the students want to be there. They, they work so hard and it shows. And now all that said, you're talking 25 to 30 kids in a school where the class size is maybe 40 mm-hmm. tops, uh, you're looking at a, a school of probably under 190 people in the high school. So that's uh, that's still great that they can, can get those kind of numbers out and put on productions um, in a tiny little school like that in, in Door County. Um, when are the performances? They are this week. So this would be uh, the weekend of April 27th, 28th, and 29th. We have two shows uh Two seven o'clock shows this week, Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday is our two o'clock matinee. All right. So people should definitely try and check that out. I'm going to try and get to the Sunday matinee myself. A um, couple other things going on this weekend. In Sister Bay, there's the Barney Fun Run. Now, Andrew, you've been in Door County full time for how long? This is my third summer, but a uh, second winter okay. just passed. Um, have you ever seen Barney Willems running around? I have not. Okay. So Barney is this... Uh, kind of icon of Sister Bay who has, after an accident probably 30 years ago or so, he has run, he's had some disabilities because of that accident, but he has run almost every single day. You will see him running in the middle of winter with a cutoff shirt and shorts. And it could be a blizzard, it could be freezing out, and you're going to see Barney running. He works, uh, he's part of the Sister Bay Bowl family and he works there. Um, He's just a really important cog in the wheel there. And, um, I, I had bartended there for several years, and, and Barney does a lot of the behind-the-scenes dirty work for them. Um, but they started a fun run last year to kind of celebrate Barney and bring a bunch of people together and just do a little go on da- Barney's daily run. So it, it's about a four-mile run, run or walk, uh, staged out of the Sister Bay Bowl tomorrow. I think it starts at 11.15 a.m., but get there a little early. Registration includes a beverage at the Sister Bay Bowl, and a lot of good people, a lot of good locals out having fun, kind of kicking off the running season. Yeah, you know what? Now that you now that you tell the story, I actually was at Husby's for lunch in January with my buddy. And we looked out the window and saw a guy running down the street by the Sister Bay Bowl with his shirt off in the middle of, of winter. And 
the crazy thing was it was not the first time that I had seen him. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen this guy before. That must be who you're talking about. That's the man. All right. He'll actually jump in the middle of winter. He'll jump in the lake It's because he's he doesn't feel it. He doesn't feel the cold due to that accident. He doesn't have some of the, the nerve reaction. So he's able to jump and swim in like all weather. And some people who see it who don't know him, they just think someone's crazy jumping in the water. And then he comes crawling out and they're like, what the heck did I just see? Um, there's also a run in Southern Door tomorrow at Southern Door High School, uh, the Southern Door Eagles Trail Trot uh, down there. So folks in the southern part of the county, uh, I think that's done to support the school and um, just get people out together and getting active in Southern Door. Uh, so a couple different options to get outside this weekend. So now on the Pulse side of things, uh, Alyssa Skiba wrote a beautiful farewell article this week, losing a, a valued member of the, the writing team. Um, can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, Alyssa's been a great member of the Pulse team for, I think, almost four years now. Um, and she has, she recently got married, and so she's moving back to the Madison area. And so we lose out. But we have been really fortunate to have Alyssa in our offices for the last four years. She's a, a really talented young writer, um, and she's done a, so much stuff to help move this publication forward from the organizational structure to really diving into the art scene and the liter- literature scene in Door County um, really helped make that section of our paper just a, a, an even more credible, um, stronger resource for so many people. And she's going to be missed both by the staff here, but I think by a lot of people in the arts community. We're going to hear a lot of people asking about where she's at. And personally, I just, I'm looking forward to what she does in her next step because she came here as a good, good writer. I think she's leaving here as a better writer. And I just can't wait to see what she does next and where she goes from there. Yeah, I mean, I had the opportunity to work with Alyssa a couple times over the last year, uh, doing interviews with local artists through Peninsula Filmworks, uh, which has been a really great experience. Uh, But she was actually the first Pulse team member that I met, uh, even (laughs) before I had applied for the job here. Um, She interviewed me and my wife and a couple company members for our theater company. So she was the first face that I saw of the Pulse, um, came into the, the office here and was was interviewed in the back room, and, and it was really great. I mean, she was really friendly and um, really awesome experience getting to work with her over the last couple of years. So we're a small staff here of about 20 people at the Peninsula Pulse, so it's a close-knit group, and being in Door County, in an isolated community, uh, you're just always going to have this this turnover. So people come, and we're just lucky that Door County helps us attract some people, whether it's for a lifetime or for a couple of years, of really talented people who care about this community to come in and be a part of this publication. And I, I think that's just a, a really, really valuable thing for both introducing these people to our community, uh, but also for our paper. And, you know, I'd... I, I hope Alyssa continues to contribute to the paper moving forward. We'll try and rope her into a lot of projects. So her name will not be completely gone from our pages. And uh, we wish her the best of luck. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for all you've done, Alyssa, and uh, the best moving forward. Hey, Miles, thank you for coming in and talking to me about the goings-on this weekend. Hopefully you can make it down to see the show, but if not, have fun in uh, all of the different outdoor activities that are going on this week. Yeah, hopefully you see a bunch of people out in in Sister Bay for the fun run Saturday, and uh, yeah, I'll see you Sunday at the matinee. Cool. Thanks a lot, Miles. Thanks, Andrew. These stories and more will be available in this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available throughout Door County. For more headlines, visit doorcountypulse.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.